morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host of the show kenneth cotterell and this show is all about sports and the world of betting we look at yesterday's results from the games and wagers as well as diving into our betting plays for the day pretty light slate yesterday we did have some nations league stuff as well as monday night football and then we're going to dive in Look at the early betting lines for week four of the NFL season and then give you a couple more Nations League plays that we like for today. But our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account and use code SHOOTERS at signup to get started, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So let's look at yesterday's bets. Overall, we were 2-1 for our slate yesterday. I... Nations League started out what I would say in pretty poor fashion, given that North Macedonia, we were on the money line yesterday at minus 116, felt really good about the play, and we felt good for about 15 minutes. They had 60% of the possession. It looked like a very promising bet. And then you take a red card. And unfortunately, that's that happens in soccer sometimes, and that red card completely flips the game on its head, and North Macedonia ends up losing that game 1-0. To a pretty bad Bulgarian side, let's call it what it is. Uh, and unfortunately, we miss on that bet overall. So uh, that'll happen when you take the early red. Despotev ended up scoring the lone goal for Bulgaria. Pretty sad that they could only win 1-0 having a player up for 75 minutes. But nonetheless, our bet got crushed there. Now, luckily, we had an Italy money line versus Hungary at plus 105. And that one cashed with relative ease. It was a 2-0 result yesterday for Italy. Um, that being said, wasn't a dominant performance by any means. They didn't have the majority of the possession. They actually got outshot 13-11 to in this game by Hungary. Hungary did play like the best team in the group yesterday. They just were unable to score. And so uh, Respadori, he scored in the 27th minute for Italy. And then in the second half, DeMarco potted one in the 52nd. 
So the comfortable 2-0 win, although it wasn't the most impressive 2-0 win that you'll ever see. And then to cap it off, Cowboys fan, Cowboys money line, minus 110 versus the Giants. 23-16 to was the result, but it didn't feel like that for the majority of the game. We were entering the fourth quarter or close to, and it's 6-6. So um, C.D. Lamb dropped an obvious touchdown, got really concerned at that point. And then Saquon with a phenomenal run in order for them to go up 13-6. to But Dallas fights back. They go down. C.D. makes up for it with a nice catch. Uh, the defense comes through as well. Um, hopped into spaces yesterday and did say that I like the Daniel Jones over interceptions at minus 115. And he was able to throw one late in the game to Diggs. Absolute gift to terrible throw by Jones. But nonetheless, Cowboys win. They move to two and one. Giants are two and one as well, but they both trailed those Philadelphia Eagles who sit at three to nothing. They've got Jalen Hurts playing like an MVP candidate over there. So they're going to need to keep picking up results. The Eagles, I believe, have Jacksonville this week. Dallas has Washington. And then the Giants get the Bears. So who's to say that we don't have a 3-1 and one Giants team next week as well? Now, other results and headlines from yesterday. I, another great Nations League game yesterday that probably quite a few people were watching, Italy and Germany. And it didn't look like it through the first 50 minutes of the match. We're sitting at 0-0. Looks like it's going to be a 1-0 result for a side. Finishes 3-3. Absolute pandemonium in the last 40 minutes or so. And it all started with the Gundogan penalty kick in the 52nd. And then Kai Havertz scored in the 67th to the envy of Chelsea fans because they've been wanting him to do that consistently all year. And then United or United England just goes on a tear. I mean, Luke Shaw scores in the 71st, Mason Mount in the 75th, and Harry Kane with the penalty in the 83rd. So it looks like England's storming back to take the full points and then Havertz in the 87th. Absolutely wild game. One thing to note, England went winless in the Nations League. So yes, they were in a tough group, but they could not pick up a victory anywhere against Germany, against Italy, against Hungary. So they need to figure things out as they enter the World Cup. They've got teams like the Americans in their group heading into the fall in Qatar. Other Nations League results of note, Finland did pick up the 2-0 win over Montenegro, and Romania beat Bosnia 4-1. And then as far as MLB lines go from yesterday, not a lot of games on the slate, but we did see uh, the Pirates won 8-3 over the Reds, the Braves won 8-0 over the Nationals, the Jays win 3-2 over the Yankees in the 10th inning, that was a Vladdy Guerrero walk-off, so shout out to all the Jays fans out there. And then an absolute shootout. The Orioles win 14-8 to over the Boston Red Sox. A lot of preseason NHL, but we're not looking at these split squad games like maybe some other people are. And so we're going to move on now. Looking at some of the other headlines from yesterday, like it's good to see that Miles Garrett is okay. Uh, he was involved in a single car crash, but he walked away with no life-threatening injuries. And it's great to see um, this is a team that's had a tough season to start. Just from a PR perspective, they've actually played really well on the field. They should be 3-0 and had they not blown it against the Jets. And Miles Garrett's a big reason why he's played well for the Cleveland Browns. And so it's good to see that he came out of that okay. And then in other NFL news, Mac Jones, it looks like, is likely out for multiple games. He's got a high ankle sprain. Now, I don't want Patriots fans to use this as an excuse as to why their season might be done because... 
They have not looked impressive through the first three games. I said it going into the year, and we talked about it on this show. I thought that their win total was maybe being overvalued, not just because uh, it is the Patriots, but also Bill Belichick being there as well. Um, This just isn't a team that I think has a lot of potential. They have a pretty average run game. Damian Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson, they're okay running backs, not great running backs. You don't have a lot of great weapons. Devontae Parker, he basically was told by Miami, we don't need you anymore. And so he would have been lucky to be the number three option in that offense this year had he stayed there. Instead, he goes to New England. You've got Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry, just a lot of good but not great football players. And that kind of sums up this team. It's a lot of good, not great. And so you see what happened already this season. They were one and two. They fell to Baltimore. Uh, They lost to Miami. That Pittsburgh win wasn't even that impressive. There was no TJ Watt for the Steelers. Trubisky not playing well, and you can only win by a field goal. So for me, that was enough to say that even with Mac Jones, I don't think this is a playoff team. I thought Miami was. I thought Buffalo was. And so I think that New England, they're going to struggle now. If he misses multiple games, we're going to see Brian Hoyer. You can already see it in the early betting lines for next week that they don't have a lot of faith in this New England team, not like years past where you could have a Matt Castle and you were fine. So let's dive in. Let's look at those early NFL betting lines. And let's start with the Cincinnati and Miami game. Cincinnati, they open up as three and a half point favorites at home, which I was pretty surprised to see that they were favorites. Not that Cincy isn't a good football team. They did bounce back well this week, as they should against a Jets team. But hearing a lot of the fact that their issues are being amplified this year, and I agree, Joe Burrow just cannot stay upright. And that's what concerns me is that Miami – They've done a pretty good job of getting the quarterbacks to start the year. And so three and a half points seems like a lot for Cincy. I really wanted to take them on the money line. But right now, that does not look possible at the minus 175. So I am hoping to see that line drop. And I think it will. I think Miami is going to get some some juice from the public here. But I really don't like that line to start. Minnesota, they're two and a half point favorites on the road. They play a very early game on Sunday. This one kicks off at 7.30, and this is because they are over at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the UK. So it's going to be a tough week for both of these teams, but I do like Minnesota a lot, but boy, they looked bad for three quarters last week, and Justin Jefferson got shut down. I'm a bit concerned with him going against Lattimore Uh, this week as well. I want to see him bounce back. He is our Offensive Player of the Year bet, so at plus 1,600, really hoping that he figures it out, but uh then as we get into the 11 o'clock games the chargers they're five point favorites against the texans for me this is a stay away game entirely uh when you have the chargers 38 to 10 they lose to jacksonville now i do think part of that has to do with the fact that you didn't have justin herbert all week probably just throws off your entire preparation heading into that game assuming that he's not going to play but it sounds like he's going to play through it for the rest of the year and unless it gets much worse so I just want to stay away from it. I want to see the the Chargers right the ship this week against Houston. I just won't bet that minus five. I can't get myself to do it after how they looked. Uh, Houston, as much as I want them to pick up wins, I think they're going to be few and far between. So that's a tough one for me to bet. Giants minus three against the Bears. Man, I hate that the Bears won last week, especially having the plus thousand bet on them being the worst team in the league. But 
I do think the Giants should win this week. Uh, if they can get Saquon going in that game, then that's going to be a, a good game to watch. Even if it is on the lower end of things, I think it does have a bit of shootout potential there as well. <laughs> kind of like that uh, Seattle and Atlanta game last week. Then we got the Lions minus six against Seattle. Hate that number. Really hate the minus six, especially after what Detroit did last week. Uh, they should have won that game, and then they blow a lead. Geno Smith's looked good as well. He's been one of the better quarterbacks this year, which is quite surprising. So that's a stinky line right now, hoping that it gets down closer to four by kickoff. But right now, I would stay away. Eagles, I actually don't like this line either at minus six and a half against Jacksonville. I think it's pretty steep after how Jacksonville looked last week. I think that they're going to put up a fight. I think that they might be a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that one. I'm hoping that it comes down a bit for the Eagles. I still like them to win, but there's no point in betting a really juiced money line there. Pitt, they're minus three and a half against the Jets. I hate that. I don't like how Pittsburgh has looked. That's a stay away game for me because I think the Jets could upset them there. They're going to pick up a few wins and Flacco hasn't looked that bad. So I think that that's one that they could potentially steal off the Steelers. No pun intended. Browns, they're minus one and a half against Atlanta. They were minus two last night. I think that this is going to get bet probably quite a bit by the public to Atlanta because they like the fact that Atlanta's playing well and they have played really well through a couple weeks. So that's a stay away game right now, but we'll see closer to kickoff what that over-under is at too because 49 and a half is quite high and I don't know if I like them to go over back-to-back weeks with the Falcons. Colts, they're minus three and a half versus the Titans. Again, this is a this is a tough game to bet because it is a division game. The Titans historically have done okay against the Colts, um, especially the last couple of years. They've actually dominated that rivalry. So I would stay away from that one right now unless I can get it under a field goal for the Colts. Dallas minus three against the Commanders. I'd like to think that Dallas could cover that, but Carson Wentz, he's so hit and miss. He could come out and throw four touchdowns or he could throw 140 yards. So that one right now, I'm going to monitor throughout the week. Buffalo minus three and a half against Baltimore. I think that's a good bounce back spot for Buffalo. But that being said, Lamar has looked incredible through three weeks, trying to get paid next year. So that's one that I want to keep an eye on. Arizona, they are two and a half point underdogs against Carolina at home. They're really believing in Carolina after just one win. And I kind of lean Arizona right now. That might be one of those money lines that I take as an upset potentially. Uh, so again, going to keep an eye on it. Raiders are minus two and a half against the Broncos. This is probably my favorite one. I think that Vegas is going to win this game. Uh, I would probably take money line. I don't like it when it's minus two and a half. I could just get the money line at minus 130 right now. So I would bet that Raiders game. Green Bay minus 10 and a half against New England because they know that it's going to be Brian Hoyer. That being said, Green Bay hasn't looked all that impressive either. So this is one where I probably, towards kickoff, am hoping that this is closer to a nine and a half line. I feel better about betting that. But getting into a double digit spread in the NFL is really tough to go and bet on. Kansas City, they're minus two and a half against the Bucks right now on the road. This all depends for me, and this is why I would not bet this all the way up until kickoff. Depends on who's back for Tampa Bay. Yes, Mike Evans will be back this week. If they get Chris Godwin back too, I probably have a lot more faith in Tom Brady, or as some have called him, Handsome Squidward. Uh, I think that there's potential for them to go out and win that game. It's just all dependent on their weapons that they have. 
And then on Monday night, you've got the 49ers. They're minus two and a half against the Rams. Oh, man, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that game yet. I'm really hoping to see this line move or, or the over-under move just really gross at 42.5 and minus 2.5 right now. So that's the early lines for uh, NFL. Now let's look at today's hedge plays because, as we keep saying, we're not going back to the baseball well. There's a lot of baseball on today. There's some preseason hockey. Just not worth it to go and chase lines there. To be honest, we almost debated not doing a show just based off of those. But the fact that we saw four Nations League games that we really like, you got uh, two games in Nations League A, and then you've got one in Nations League C, one in Nations League B. There's quite a few games out there today, to be honest, if you're betting soccer. There's even some soccer friendlies, but friendlies are tougher to bet because they truly aren't playing for anything except likely getting ready for the World Cup. So a game that I will watch will be that Canada and Uruguay game just because I am a Canadian soccer fan and I want to see how they measure up against one of the better teams in South America and in the world to see how they're going to look heading into this World Cup. So let's start with Nations League A with Portugal and Spain. I'm going to bet the both teams to score today at minus 125. Now, this this rivalry has been great over the years. In fact, the, the last World Cup, it was probably the game of the tournament with that 3-3 three to three game that they had and the Ronaldo hat trick, his individual brilliance was ultimately what put them over the top. But they met back in June. It was a one-to-one result there. Spain was also on the road then. Um, so, or sorry, they were at home then. And so Portugal picked up the road goal. Now they get to go home. I do think Spain's the better side overall. Portugal's coming off a 4 to nothing win over the Czechs. Spain lost 2-1 to versus the Swiss. And so... I think we see 1-1, 2-1 final here. I really like this, both teams to score at minus 125. Just looking historically, both these teams love to get up for this game. Switzerland money line against the Czech Republic at minus 137 is the next play. The Swiss, they're coming off that big win and the Czechs got blown out. So this is me basically riding the hot hand of Switzerland. Now, the Czechs, they had on the road uh, for this game. Now, when these two teams last met, the Czechs did pick up a 2-1 to result. So they do know that they can go out and beat this Swiss team. But now, this is Switzerland at home. These are the two bottom teams of their group. The Swiss want to ensure that they finish third in this group. And so I like the minus 137 at home for the Swiss. Greece money line versus Northern Ireland is our nation's uh, C-League play of the day at plus 108. Now, this is a one to nothing result back in June. But we do have the Greeks that are coming off a one to nothing loss versus Cyprus as well. That being said, even though they lost that game, they had 71% possession with pretty even shots. So this is a team that I think is probably one of the best ones in this Nations League C. I think they're going to move up to B. Uh, Northern Ireland, they're coming off a big win, but it was against Kosovo. And they gave up a goal against that team, which is not great to see. I think that they're going to finish and win five of their six games in the C group is Greece. And so I love the money line for them at plus 108 today. And then to cap it off, we are heading to Nations League B with Ukraine and Scotland. No, we're not betting Scotland money line again as much as we would love to, but we are betting both teams to score at minus 123. Now, Scotland, they just beat this team three to nothing, but Ukraine also beat them three to one back in June in that game was to move closer to the World Cup. In Ukraine, they win that game, unfortunately fell short against Wales. Would have been one of the storylines of the year with everything happening in Ukraine. But 
That being said, I think this is a spot where Scotland, they're going to snag the road goal, potentially even a draw in this game, but Ukraine's going to score as well. Uh, They just dropped five on Armenia on Saturday, so the boots are hot, and I feel really good about this play today that Ukraine and Scotland are both going to score in a pretty up-and-down matchup. Lots of great games out there, though, today, whether you want to tune into Sweden-Slovenia, whether you want to see Serbia and Norway, Iceland-Albania, there's a lot of Nations League soccer today. And if you want to, go ahead, go check out the NHL, check out the MLB. We just won't give you any advice as to plays that we like for those games. So appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every morning. We will be back tomorrow, give you some updates on those NFL lines. We'll start looking towards PGA Tour events uh, that are coming up this week at the Sanderson Farms Championship. The defending champ there is Sam Burns. And so I think this field will be Probably a little bit weaker than years past, but I think Burns might even go back and play it as well. So maybe a potential back-to-back, kind of like Homo was. We'll have to wait and see, but really appreciate all of you. Drop us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Really helps the show grow. Shout out to our sponsors, Bet99, Off the Ball Network, Blue Collar Media Group. Check out all of their socials, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.